0: Welcome to the third episode of the second season of The Weekly Pleb. Thank you for tuning in and or watching on YouTube. My guest today is a music producer, artist, DJ, teacher, and my good friend, Victor. How are you, Victor? I'm doing good. Thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah, this is exciting.
0: Yeah. So today, we've got a bit of another art project going on. Um, Because you're an artist and a music producer, and just a creator all around, Uh, our challenge is we're going to make a couple of album covers. Uh, I'm going to make one for you, for, uh, ASCO, Mm -hmm. which is Victor's, uh, alias for music. Yes. And you're going to make one for the weekly pleb. The weekly pleb. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So let's get right into it. (laughs) All right. All right. So how did you first realize that you wanted to get into music and making it?
1: Well, I've always been a creative like since, I don't know when, I got in trouble for drawing all the time in school. I'd draw on my homework on the sides of my uh, uh, notebook paper to the point where my teachers had to take my pencils away unless it was time to start writing something. I don't even remember. It was so long ago. But yeah, there's always been this wanting to create within me. that makes any sense like um, and I actually got really into electronic music from an early age so uh, I think it was had to be I don't know how old I was you know to be 10 fifth grade I liked uh when whenever 2010 was 2010 I listened to Skrillex and that got me really into it like bangerang or something bangerang well it was the year of scary monsters Oh, okay and that stuff was popping up and it was very low-key at the time not too many people knew about that type of stuff mm-hmm. and that was kind of exciting like everybody knew david Guetta and people like that calvin harris big names like that but scrolls was like kind of dubsteppy which at the time was like super niche you know and then he made it cool popularized the drop the drop that all music has now Yeah. And I started, I actually started DJing back in middle school, middle school. Wow. Before that even was a thing. And I had some cringy moments. <laughs> people used to make fun of me for liking Skrillex. Oh yeah? Oh
0: yeah. Oh, whatever. Screw them. <laughs> yeah,
1: and now that's the scene. Yeah. The scene. All those same people going out there.
0: Going to the clubs, listening to that music. Yeah. Different computer guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. Uh, what kind of music really inspired you then just electric music or when you were younger were you listening to other stuff too
1: well okay there there's a lot of mexican music that I was listening to at the time that was very complex even though people say it all sounds the same it does but there's a lot of com- complexity to some of those songs that just differentiated it from you know things that we listen to here in the states and uh on the other side on my dad's side I listen to more what my mom considers weird music stuff like New Order you know okay. kind of that you know Blue Monday
0: sounds familiar
1: oh dude, it's uh I don't I don't even know how to explain it it's just a weird song and something shell Shock by New Order also my dad was more of the sort of how do you call it I don't want to say
0: it. like a grungy
1: Yeah, Yeah, like that rebel phase because he lived up in California. Yeah, And all those people, all they listened to was like punk rock and like, well, that was like opening up the scene for that kind of stuff. Ska. So really hype stuff that was really weird. And, you know, being the rebel that he was, he actually went to a lot of raves. So he liked techno music, like the real underground techno music.
0: Yeah. The the only rebellious, or not rebellious, but the... More, uh, fringe. Or fringe is the word, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of on the outskirts of music. Yeah. Uh, genres. the The main band I I think of is like the Gorilla Gorillas. Do you know the. Gorillas? Oh, that
1: is super like mainstream compared to a lot of. now now they're mainstream. Now they are mainstream. They, they
0: they didn't used to be. That's for sure. Not when I was a kid. No. Yeah. Like super fast jellyfish. If you know that one, it's just like the most strange song. Lyrics don't make a whole lot of sense
1: jellyfish remind me of that because i want to listen to that <laughs> i love right. i love weird music just because of that a lot of the beatles too
0: oh i love the beatles yeah i grew up on the beatles yeah
1: and my dad like that wasn't his time he's 50 years old so like it was more his parents thing but like when he came to the united states you know that was the biggest thing yeah because my dad isn't from here my mom is so she was more you know exposed to that stuff
0: see, see my parents are older they they've definitely loved the beatles are you the youngest i am the youngest yeah
1: okay yeah that yeah and also the beatles are just like worldwide so yeah because you're true. not existing you're not from here
0: they were huge they were probably one of the first big uh boy bands right
1: yeah and uh, there's never been anything like it so i hate when drake says you know i got more slaps than the beatles yeah I maybe so. numbers wise but i mean if the beatles were now
0: yeah, good point. If they had the same kind of uh, outreach capabilities, right, with social media and everything. Yeah. it would be massive.
1: Yeah, it'd be crazy. Plus, they led a whole generation. I mean, the whole Summer of Love was kind of single-handedly ran by the Beatles.
0: Yeah. So what was the hardest thing for you about getting started with making music?
1: Getting started. Getting started <laughs> is the most difficult thing. Um I did... Also somehow get into it uh, through, I don't know if I can say this, like an acid trip, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy experience, kind of awakened my creativity and kind of set me in that direction of wanting to make something that sounds different. But I didn't know how to start. So I did what most people do, bought FL Studio, the basic producer version, and looked online for free samples of drum samples, things like that. I knew how to play the piano from an early age. Never knew how to read music, you know that. Um, But I could, if I memorized a song, I could just play the left hand, play some chords, improvise the right hand. So it was was just kind of like, okay, I'm just gonna go for it, just make something. And I made some garbage things. Like (laughs) my first songs that I never released Thank God I didn't have like the, I don't don't even know what you call it, the the confidence to release those. I'm glad I didn't just (laughs) because that was all the learning process. You know, they always say you never start off by making some crazy thing.
0: Yeah, it takes a lot of practice. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. And music, music's difficult.
0: So I I, I know in particular with EDM, a lot of people's assumption is like you just press the space bar and then stand back and it does all the work for you, right? Yeah. But you mentioned that you play the piano, right? Yeah. Do you play other instruments too? Guitar?
1: I I play mostly piano just because that's the easiest to kind of put into a digital format, you know, using MIDI, using all these kinds of things. And I also learned how to play the trumpet at an earlier age around fifth grade learned how to play that and you know that's three buttons even though there's all the notes that you can think of um so
0: it's all in the breath i used to play the trumpet yeah (laughs) it's all
1: in the breath um i was never really that good at it so it didn't stick uh and around that time like i got out of the trumpet started listening i started playing more piano learning songs that I wanted to outside of, like, getting taught. And that's when I kind of just sort of was able to get on any piano and play whatever I wanted to. Um, I am trying to learn guitar currently just because, you know, it's easier to carry around than a piano. You can't really (laughs) do that. Uh, But that's proven to be kind of (laughs) difficult. Guitar guitar is... uh... Very different instrument than a piano.
0: Oh, yeah. Now I know what you're thinking. What the hell just happened to their voices? That did not sound right at all. And you would be correct. About 10 minutes into our conversation, unfortunately, this little device over here stopped picking up what we were talking about. So there was a good 50 minutes to an hour that uh, was unsalvageable. But I considered scrapping the episode, rescheduling, yada yada and then I realized you know I can see the YouTube data about your guys' attention spans and it's only really a handful of you that are getting this far into the episode anyways which by the way thank you so much I'm very appreciative that you're here with me trying to help build up whatever this thing ends up being Um, but yeah it's a bummer that we had some really great content in there for you but you're just going to have to settle for the first 10 minutes and the, the last 20. So I had a band teacher that hated me. She one time I was, I was screwing around in class so much. Um, it was usually the group of trumpets that were always screwing around.
1: It's always a trumpet.
0: <laughs> but she she got so angry. She had told me to go lay face down on the floor for the rest of class, like in the corner of the room.
1: Okay. <laughs> you you've always been one to mess around though. I'm not surprised.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what smart. were you doing? Do you even know? I couldn't remember. I'd just probably just talking while we were supposed to be like paying attention or playing or whatever, right? I don't know.
1: That's the thing. That's the thing. Sheep music. When someone's telling you what to do, your heart's not in it.
0: Yeah. Good point. Good point.
1: You should you should definitely get back into it though. Like a hundred percent
0: do it. I've been trying to pick up the piano again, you know. You saw the broken piano, but once I get that fixed up again, I'll try to keep that up, you know. Yeah. But it's like you said, sheet music, really hard to read. I, I've had more luck just screwing around, yeah. listening to songs, and trying to mimic uh, what they sound like, you know. Oh,
1: that's how I learned. Yeah. That's literally how I learned. That's I don't know. There's more, there's more personality in it that way. Yeah. You can put emotion down in a way that you can't really just read off a of sheet music yeah it's like speaking from the heart rather than speaking off a script the there's this common belief that the beatles didn't know music theory really yeah that because uh, they didn't write they didn't really write music they just kind of knew how to play it and just all came together one person could hold down a beat Ringo yeah and the other people just like I don't know vibed in a way <laughs> Just kind of went with it. I believe it, you know. And and they would take psychedelics, just like <laughs> screw it, <they> just <laughs> got together and did that.
0: And now they've made countless of movies and shows about their success, right? That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. With the digital age uh, and social media and the ability to market yourself online, do you think it's easier for artists to get some clout on? on the internet? Or do you think it's kind of harder because it's oversaturated with all these people?
1: It can be both. It can be both, but for the most part, for a beginner, for someone that doesn't really know the industry, doesn't know the ins and outs, doesn't have any connections, it's going to be more difficult. Nine times out of 10, that's how it's going to be just because there's so much out there now. There's way more... There, There's way more people than previously, like, you know, before the Internet, you'd have to be really good to get notice on your own uh, for someone to say this person has some potential. And on the Internet, you know, anything could be faked. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to see true potential. And, you know, with all the with all these uh, TikTokers, with all these people that already have clout, it's easier for them to just do anything. Yeah, uh, going to
0: boxing or something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just literally, just because, and they know that it's gonna make a lot of money, so they do it. But it's not based on skill. If, if it were really like up, down to it, you know, Mayweather would have easily beaten uh, Logan Paul. Yeah, like uh, if if it was like a legit match, if it was like an all or nothing kind of thing, a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, it would be over early. You know, like there was that clip of Logan Paul, <laughs> like getting knocked out, wasn't it? And then Mayweather held him up. Did you see that?
0: Really? I don't remember
1: that. Oh no! Yeah, there was a clip of that, and I wait, just remember being surprised couch.
0: that the undefeated champ was beat by Logan Paul. <laughs>
1: Was he? Beat? He wasn't beat. It was Did just he not? Gonna, no, no. Yeah. He didn't beat him. He. Uh, see,
0: that's how much I care or pay attention.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the whole thing. We we started seeing it, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, Mayweather's really not really dry. giving it all. Yeah, I was like, yeah, whatever. Oh,
0: wasn't it like a split decision? Something yeah, like
1: it was split decision. It was a draw because they weren't going to the. Uh, they weren't going to judges. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah, but like he needs to fight someone for real. In that situation, like uh, this is kind of a tangent, but he wants to fight Canelo, yeah, you know, a Mexican boxer, and that dude would easily whoop him, like easy <laughs> knockout, yeah. But he won't do it just because he's like, I don't want to even give him the time of day.
0: Yeah, good for him.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of the thing, you know, like that's what that's what labels need to do to people. Yeah, that's what uh, they need to be like. Look, you have all these fans, but that's that's cool. That's your own thing. But We're not can letting you make you. music. Yeah, but can you make music? Do you have the potential to actually do this? Yeah, nine times out of ten, it's no (laughs) because they, I'm, I'm shitting a lot on them, but in reality, there's not that much talent that goes into what they do.
0: Speaking of labels, do you think labels treat artists uh, fairly?
1: (laughs) I'm trying to get signed. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but so labels are great right <laughs> yeah labels are the best thing ever
1: there's been horror stories of course uh, there's been horror stories of labels just completely ripping off their clients they're the people that they're supposed to be promoting like crazy for whatever reason because all they care about is money i'm quoting <laughs> i'm not saying myself i don't know i'm not signed i wouldn't know i would though if like if that was an opportunity that i had i would read my contract i wouldn't be that desperate to just sign my life away like that yeah um i mean you could say it's uh a lot of people would say that it's uh very privileged of me to say that you know because like it's money and it's you know something legit but I, you need to be careful.
0: It's too easy for them to put those massive documents to just like slip in all sorts of different things that screw you over in the end, right?
1: Yeah, because they know they're like, okay, no no honest person is going to go in, read all the very fine details of this 80-page thing.
0: Especially when they're just happy to sign over anyways. You know, they're, yeah. they've are they been wanting to get signed forever or whatever the reason is.
1: Yeah. And I don't know, they've been getting away with that type of stuff like for a long time and i don't know it it just people need to be smarter more aware of their own situations yeah uh lil yachty did a really smart thing and he owns all his masters not a lot of people do yeah. the labels own most of it that's why you get copyright striked uh but lil yachty owning his own things he could say okay you guys can play this wherever he has the right to do that
0: yeah. i think i think i'm not sure <laughs> He might be copyright straight King. <laughs> yeah, but
1: he's making all the money off of his own songs. Though. Yeah,
0: see, that's that's good.
1: Like, uh, and there's like all these uh, terms, like uh, I think a 40-60 split or like a 50-50 split, which is like pretty uncommon, I think. Yeah. Or an 80-20, which is one of the most common ones, which is like 80% goes to the label, <laughs> 20% goes to you. And I'm like, huh?
0: Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, that
1: doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but that's the most common one because everybody's like desperate yeah they're desperate to make a name for themselves they're desperate to do all these sort of things on their own and they want that backing from a label and it should be easier because of the internet to create a following but you know having that many people available at any given time is kind of the downfall of that whole way of running things yeah yeah that's that's rough
0: So I know that you were you were mentioning earlier that um, what the music you're trying to put out with ASCO is unique. You're trying to be unique with what you're doing, right?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to be unique, but I've been told to not be too unique where it's unrelatable or it's something completely different. I always say that whole, you know, don't do anything too different. Stay play it safe. But like playing it safe will only get you so far.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, that sounds so exciting. The the musician that played it safe, right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) And there's some people that do play it safe. Um they get into Drake.
0: Yeah, they get into a groove of what they do and they kinda repeat.
1: Go with the trends. Yeah. That's how you stay popular, but that's not how you
0: hire ghostwriters to (laughs) mimic your old
1: music. Yeah, and it's like There's no fun in that. And at the end of the day, like, sure, you're getting a bigger, bigger paycheck, I guess, if you're popping, popping. But if you're not, like, you're just bland. Yeah. And that's not what you want to do. And you're not doing
0: it for the art anymore. Yeah. So did you always want to do kind of your own thing and separate yourself from, uh, like, any definitive genre? Or did you see people like Lil Peep and X and uh, Juice World? going off and doing unique kind of stuff
1: well there's i've been making uh music on my own that i just don't show anyone just because it's practice really they say to release everything but i'm like no that is how i get like a really bad discography (laughs) yeah and like if i pop off there's gonna be all this stuff that i really didn't want out there yeah uh but i'm trying to do stuff in all sorts of genres like i've even made a country song just to make a beat that's country yeah and it's like it's really like EDM in a way that it's like like not four to the floor but some of it is but it's like kind of bassy. You know, I I don't listen to country that regularly but I do like some country songs and the country songs I like have a really deep bass on on them. It's really like I don't know, it's like shakes the room and it's really community like. Yeah. And I don't know. I I dig that. So I was like, okay, I'll do this, and I got a whole bunch of sound samples and stuff, and I put them together, and I was like, this isn't that bad. Like I've definitely made a lot worse than this. <laughs> um, pop music, I've tri- I've done orchestral, and I did orchestral because I was like, okay, I want to prove to myself that I'm that I'm different than these other producers. You know, I can do more than just put a beat over a sample and that's it. So I was able to do that and it it came out really good. It was like a movie score type deal. And the emotion I conveyed like it was like it was really like putting your emotions onto, you know, a digital thing that creates sounds and that's what it is.
0: Hey, to make anything orchestral that sounds like decent at all is pretty damn hard, I would say. Just because yeah. it's so much to try and piece together in a in a yeah. smooth flow. I don't know. Like i think I, I i've seen the song that you were mentioning uh the orchestral one and, yeah and i seem to remember all the rows full of stuff
1: yeah each one was individually put in there each track was individually like rendered uh, it was it was a whole it's
0: a lot of work
1: yeah yeah tons of drums that was probably my most most complex like i don't know laid out wise you know like it was the most complex song i've made and I think we'll make for a while until I do another or- orchestral song because it's like every instrument yeah
0: it's a, it's a lot more than just pressing the play button. Right? Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah hundred <laughs> percent the people that I know that DJ personally um, they definitely plan a set with music that they know how to work with and then they'll go into a live environment and kind of read how the crowd is, they'll play one song just to, like, gauge it. And if they're really liking that, they'll play another song to, like, up the momentum that they have going on the dance floor. Uh, But the second someone's not vibing with something, say they, like, try to switch it up a little bit, they'll, they'll, like, throw in another song that, you know, they think they'll vibe with more. And then they'll kind of, like, go into that, like, trying to get it steady and somewhere in the middle where they're just, like, having a good time. And, you know, there's even in the DJ world, there's a lot of like, oh, you shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. But at the end of the day, it's just getting the the people, your audience to like (laughs) have a good experience.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's that's the most important thing for producers to be able to have live sets where they can kind of like test their material and see what the crowd's are reacting to, right?
1: Yeah, a lot, like, in professional sets, a DJ will have songs that aren't finished yet. It'll just be, like, a build-up and a drop, and they'll call those IDs, like, they're just, like, placeholders, right? They have, like, a name and then ID, because it hasn't been named yet, and it hasn't been fully flushed out, and they'll throw them in just to see how the crowd reacts to it, and they're basically just unreleased songs, and a whole bunch of famous people do that just to gauge it or to, like, show what's coming up for an album or coming up for like a release and like in a lot of cases they're really good and they end up releasing the full thing if a lot of people like it yeah and i like i haven't been popping that much to like actually go into doing that uh just yet but like i i've thrown some like songs together that like i've remixed but not released yet whether that be for not having the rights for it or not having the, you know, not having it complete, and people like them. Like uh, I made a, <laughs> I made a, like it, I like it like that remix. Yeah, it's like a club remix. It's house music. I haven't released it, but I have played it for people, and it's a really cool, like really upbeat song to give them a song that they already know, and liked and just giving it to them in a different way that it's easier to dance to.
0: Yeah. So you're hoping to DJ some more, uh, uh, right?
1: I do. I do want to get some more gigs. I want to get some more income coming from DJing. And I know I have, like, I know I'm not bad. Like, I wouldn't say. (laughs) It's just, I don't know, the tight-knit communities of local DJs, they don't like outsiders that much. Yeah.
0: I don't think you'd get very far if you thought you weren't good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, but i don't know i'm ready to go on to the next step you know yeah i'm just waiting for the right opportunity i'm trying to make some connections and just go out there and
0: give it uh, give it my all yeah so you, t- you mentioned that you've been working at a school right yes yeah. you said you're coaching and teaching
1: i'm coaching soccer uh for uh the for sixth fifth and fourth graders and i I'm teaching an art class, mostly older kids, because, you know, e- easier, easier to explain things to <laughs> and have them kind of follow along. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I've been working with, uh, with elementary school students for, let's say, like two years now. They hired me because of COVID, and they had new positions available. And I took advantage of am Like, okay, my mom works at a school. Like, I'll seize this opportunity. They need people. And, you know, I'm the oldest of my cousins, so I've always had to deal with little kids and, you know, be able to adapt in that way. And it's been a really smooth kind of ride in that sense. Those kids look up to me, so I try to help them in any way that I can. Yeah, Uh, yeah, being their coach, being like sort of like a big brother figure.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know know that Pink uh, Floyd song? Hey, teacher. Leave those kids alone. You know that one. Yeah, I do. Uh, the the brick in the wall. Yeah. Uh, you could if you're teaching all these kids, you could probably get some samples out of them, huh?
1: <laughs> Low key, <laughs> but I mean, I feel like I'd need permission slips from their parents. Oh, good point. Good point. Otherwise, ah, would that would that be child labor?
0: Who's gonna ever ever find out? <laughs> i i
1: can't do that, especially now that this child podcast
0: <laughs> now it's on you uh, use it in
1: court now it's on youtube <laughs> yeah, it's on youtube you're gonna be like so you've been planning to do it <laughs> we
0: we heard when you planned to do it
1: yeah. i've actually thought about that though being like okay i need to come up with some catchy thing that isn't that is like pg i guess yeah will, well,
0: it has to be pg if you're gonna try and do that and without parent permission slips especially <laughs> yeah
1: but i don't know I mean, I'm sure it would it would be pretty cool, yeah, um but yeah, I, mean, I love those kids, yeah, yeah they're cool, yeah.
0: so what advice would you give <laughs> to someone that's listening uh that wants to get started in making music themselves?
1: Well, uh, hundred percent just go for it, go for it don't don't like tell yourself you can't do anything, you could do it I mean sometimes it like you will start out it won't be good. Don't release that, you know, just move on <laughs> to the next thing. Make another one. <laughs> also, surround yourself with people that will tell you the brutal, honest truth. If it sounds butt cheeks, it's probably butt cheeks. And you want someone to tell you that it's butt cheeks. Don't get someone that's going to be like, hey, yo, that's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. And then go and
0: just say they something they, else yeah, behind your back. Just because they know that you, you want to hear that, right? Yeah. Yeah yeah so that's a great piece of advice as someone who's tried to make some music i've definitely appreciated brutal honesty yeah
1: yeah because you don't want to release some yeah, garbage either
0: just because everyone around you was like oh yeah dude it was so so good
1: <laughs> yeah 100 percent. do your own thing too don't go with the trends 100 percent. that's your that'll be your downfall
0: if there's anything we established today it's it's that being unique is a huge perk you yeah. know Doing your own thing seems to work for a lot of people. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so are are you finished with uh, the Weekly plab album cover there? Album
1: cover, yes, I am. And It's, it's kind of weird. Let's take a look. I like it's weird. Kinda weird. I like it's weird. kind of weird.
0: That's what we're, about, what we're about here. I like it a lot. Very cool. He has a nicer beard than I do, though. He has more color in his beard. Man, I wish I could grow a beard. It's <laughs> very vibrant. I like it a lot. Okay, and here is your the the Asco album cover for the Pink Triangle <laughs> album. I I I tried to do something abstract. I've never had good luck with abstract and I'll still post it. Oh hey, there you go. Okay, I'll st- I'll use it. I'll use it for something. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I'll use that too. I like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, that's actually
1: really that's pretty dope actually yeah <laughs> there's some there's something i like about it that's really weird you sound like a, weird you sound art. like
0: an artist you're like ah, i don't know it's weird blah blah and then a little bit later you're like no 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 yeah that's yeah that's <laughs> <fun."> <laughs> chasing perfection yeah well victor thanks for coming on it was great having you
1: yeah this was fun i really like this
0: yeah thank you for teaching me a little bit about what it's like making music to make and music screwing around with paint with me. and I'll
1: have to teach you how to make your own too
0: yeah yeah, I, I'm working on it I'm telling you Shh, it's a secret project but yeah I'm <laughs> working on it
1: oh <laughs> yeah